non-rock a boatus must stop. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to sink it. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or are you going to bite? Brett, delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt. <laughs> she hung up on me. Yes! Oh what? What? Desperate times call for faithful men and not for careful men. The careful men come later and write the biographies of the faithful men, lauding them for their courage. Go into all the world and make disciples. Not go into the world and make buddies. Not to make brosives. Right. Don't go in the world and make homies. Right. Disciples. Well, I, yeah. got, I got a bit of a jiggle neck. <laughs> That's a joke, Pastor. When we have the real message of truth, we cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth when yeah. they're not. Take an amazing journey to a place that will blow your mind and move your heart so you will never be the same again. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Apologia Radio. You can get us at ApologiaRadio.com. Make sure you guys go check out some past episodes at ApologiaRadio.com, share it with your friends, family, and brosifs. Back today with an important episode. We're going to talk about Planned Parenthood, a.k.a. Murder, Inc. And, uh... I, I like guess that it, name, Murder, Inc. It is, it is. Well, it's appropriate. That's why it's <laughs> such a good name. It is good. Very good name. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about Murder, Inc. And, um... All their propaganda, recent propaganda after the undercover Sting video operation has come out. They've released recently their fifth video. Um, I guess, I, as I understand it, they're going to release probably somewhere between 8 and 12 uh, videos, undercover videos from within Planned Parenthood and the ranks of Planned Parenthood. They, they actually have, according to David, what's his last name again? Oh, I'll get it in a second okay. here. According to the guy who ran the show, they have hundreds to thousands of hours. Mm. Of footage. Oh, there's more coming, I'm sure. And they're only giving us the good stuff right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and they're they're editing those long discussions down to the high points, and then they're also, which I really appreciate, also releasing the full unedited videos as well, which totally uh, obliterates the heavily edited videos. According to, according to Planned Parenthood, you would think the videos were made with Jim Henson Muppets yes. and CGI. Yes. Absolutely. So that's that's the bear. Green screens. That's the bear. King Ginger's in the back today. We decided to throw together this episode, and we needed to do a discussion. Uh, Luke and I were away in uh, Kauai uh, last week, uh, searching for a possible place and uh, a right location uh, for a future Apologia church plant in Kauai. And it was obviously beautiful and amazing, but also an eye-opening experience to see a place it is so ripe and open for the gospel in terms of the need for a strong communication of the gospel on that island. We found only one Reformed church. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, 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 very small. Uh, smaller. Oh, small. <laughs> it was small. Uh, even ran into, uh, it's Sunday. Yeah. Right, we ran into uh, some people who listened to Apologia Radio. Yeah. Know about us. They were actually visiting. That's yeah. that's what coming a common occurrence though, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is. That's really great. So we Mahalo. Were, yeah, Mahalo. 
we were 3,000 miles away in Kauai and uh, bumped into people who listened to the show. That was pretty encouraging. But anyway, so just to let you guys know about that, pray about it for us because uh, here's an island that has one Reformed church. Uh, it's very, very, very small. And uh, it's, a, it's a place that has 68,000 permanent residents and it is just filled with the cults, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, Roman Catholicism, um, and LDS. LD, uh, LDS. You've got Buddhism, New Age there, and not a strong gospel presence. We did run into Christians on the island, and they all, same story. They're, they're hungry for a solid church. Uh, hungry for the words and, and, and desiring a solid church out there. So we're praying about sending leaders up there to bring the gospel. And um, it was obviously a blessing to be there because it's beautiful, but it was also um, it was time-consuming, and we went across the island, I don't know, I lost count. How many times? Uh, yeah, so anyway, pray about that. And we're back. Apologia Radio. Lots of stuff to do today here, but I wanted to let Marcus, before we started, he said he has a story to tell us about paintballing. No, you made me tell it on the radio. Yeah, so I, well, I told you I want you to tell I wanted I, to keep it secret because it's embarrassing. I know. That's why I went on the show. <laughs> so, so tell us about your first experience paintballing. So when I was a teenager, I worked for Chick-fil-A. And one of the things- Did you really? I did, yeah. That, is that it's why you love awesome their sauce job. so much? I love their sauce. Did they give you free yes. sauce? Uh, yes, actually, yes. Yeah, yeah, I would think they would. Mm. So one of the things Very they nice. do on Sundays, they are closed on Sundays. Yes. But they do a lot of like team like events. Missed, like holy or whatever. They, you would go to like theme parks or something with everybody that works together. They would just do stuff like that. Did and, you go to church together on Sunday? No, we didn't. No. Okay, but, but anyway, uh, one of the things we did was we went paintballing. I mean, it was the first time I've ever went paintballing and I was terrified. How old were you? Uh, maybe like six, 16, 16. Oh, 16. Yeah. And so I was terrified of paintballing because I was told it hurts really bad. And so I had like all this armor on. <laughs> and so. King Ginger. <laughs> not a bad went, thing. Went huh? on the battlefield with all of his armor. Yeah, tons of armor, except for on my trigger finger. Okay. So I'm out and I, I'm, I'm. Is trigger finger literal trigger finger or is this. A, my actual a finger. Okay. My actual finger that I use to pull the trigger and I'm out on the field for 30 seconds and the very first thing that hits me is a bullet right to my finger <laughs> and it swells up and I can't play anymore for the rest of the day and that was my only time playing um, let me tell you wow, how to solve that not my, that embarrassing my uncle um, he played this is, this is Isaiah by the way you didn't, even know, he didn't even know that he was here yeah. I got a song for them <laughs> Hold on, you hold, you hold okay. that. Okay. okay, hold that. Feel free. This is for Isaiah and Carmen, our woodpeckers. Jude, right? What do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. This is my theme song. Okay, tell your story. Why, why is it Pinky in the Brain? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's just, just like the post-millennial theme song, I thought. Okay. Just because they needed, like... They needed like a double trouble. Isaiah song. had some advice for Marcus in paintballing and the trigger finger. So yeah. what was that, Isaiah? Okay, so my uncle, what he did is he got like padded gloves, mm -hmm. like hard rubber. My brother actually owns those gloves now. Did you buy them from your uncle? No. Oh, okay. All I needed was gloves. Yeah, yeah. Sure. All, I have special gloves for paintballing. <laughs> no one told me that. Just, yeah, just friendly Isaiah tip. <laughs> okay. Just your daily friendly Isaiah tip. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I almost got in a fight once at a paintball arena. Oh, I have 
almost their whole time. Yeah, I think I was, uh, I don't know, I was maybe 21 or something like that. And I was at a paintball arena, an indoor paintball arena. And, uh, and uh, you know, when you're at your base, you're safe, right? Like, so like base is where you go to tag and sure. you're safe there. And so I'm at the base and I'm getting ready to try to figure out where I'm going to go next. And I look across the way and there's a guy hidden in a cave and I can see his face pop out and he looks at me. I look at him and I'm, I got my hand on the base and then he raises his gun up at me and I, and I touched the base again. I looked over and I was like, Hey, no, I'm on the base. I'm on the base. I'm on the base. And he puts his gun down. He looks at me and then he raises it up and shoots it. And it, I watched this paintball go from across the arena, hit me directly in the trach. <laughs> right in the throat. And I couldn't breathe like for a couple seconds. That could, that could. I, I tore my mask off. Threw it down. I go running across the paintball field, and the referee stopped me. I went paintball one time, and I got shot in the back of the head, and I was really angry. <laughs> and then I turned around and realized there was my best friend and teammate shot me right in the back of the head. No, I was covering you. You covered me all right. <laughs> I was covering you, and then you stood up while I was trying to give you cover. You can't just jump up in like the middle of a 10 pit. feet behind me, dude, right in the back of the head. <laughs> and he turns around. I look behind that me. I was like, so who, who hit you, man? Who, who hit yeah, you? Who, who was, <laughs> I saw that. Who did that? Who hit you, man? All right. Okay. So, um, so speaking of taking down the enemy. Yes. So it's been an important last couple of weeks. Which um, you guys were not here for. Oh. Yes. Sorry about that. Uh, that was Luke. Um, Accident. That was amazing. It's still ringing. Yeah. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, it's been an important last couple of weeks with these uh, videos uh, coming out. And uh, it's so vitally important for us as Christians not to become distracted in the midst of this, not to lose our attention, and not to forget. And uh, one thing Dr. White said recently on the dividing line was that we have such short attention spans. And my concern um, after being reminded of that is that we do not have short attention spans regarding this issue. Here is an awesome moment for us, church, an awesome moment for us where God has allowed the veneer and the cover of, of Planned Parenthood to be peeled back just for a moment, just for insight for the world to see now obviously the media it's a lot more than a moment it's hundreds to thousands of hours <laughs> yes now, obviously the, the, the media a lot of moments. the media is is the mainstream media uh, trying to avoid uh talking about this a lot as much as they would and many other really irrelevant issues um but but we need to take advantage we are outside of abortion clinics the abortion mills with the gospel, with signs exposing what abortion is, what is really taking place. We're bringing the good news. We're offering help. So we're doing that. And But here's a moment where the public is getting to see the arms and legs of these babies pulled out of a Petri dish while people talk about selling these body parts for cash. And this, this we can't lose. One of the things that... I don't know, dude, Marcus, have you noticed that Douglas Wilson has... As passionate as he has been about this issue in the past, is extremely passionate mm -hmm. about this moment that we're in. Yeah. This entire church, like if you know people who go to his church and you follow them on Twitter, their entire church, it's almost like they're not working. They're just on Twitter tweeting all the time, every single thing, retweeting like it's nuts. It's like a movement that he started. He called it 
the social media reformation. Mm. And this is where we use social media to our advantage. And I have to say, like, we don't need the mainstream media anymore. Like, oh. we are the mainstream media. Yeah. You know, like, so you had, like, you had, you know, during the Reformation, the Bible was on lockdown by a certain group of people who only let the Bible be viewed the way they wanted it to be viewed. So we made a printing press and then the Bible could get to the hands of mm. everybody. And now it's kind of the same way where yeah. the news and our world, the worldview is dictated to us through only a certain means of communications through certain elites, ABC, CBC, CBS, NBC, Fox, MSNBC, all, the, all those things. And now we have the internet, which makes them completely irrelevant. Mm. You know, Twitter and Facebook has even tried to suppress the videos. If you notice on YouTube, uh, the 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 Center for Medical Progress videos have never been on the front page as the most viewed video, mm. even though they've been the most viewed video. Oh. And then this week, Vox uh, made a video responding to the claims of the Center for Medical Progress, and that video was mm. on the very top of YouTube's it was a terrible video front too. page, even though it hard had a fraction of the views as the CM uh, Center for Medical Progress videos did. Right. So, so, so what do we do? We take advantage of this opportunity for us to communicate the good news to the culture, to talk about the murder of babies in our culture. Um, this is what we do. This is our moment, church. This is the moment for you to start communicating. See, you know, we can talk all day long about the state of our culture and our world. We can decry all of this evil in the world and our little Christian ghettos. And we can talk about how bad things have gotten and all the rest. But if we don't use these opportunities as Christians to stand up for the truth, to be salt, to preserve the culture, to be light to the world, if we don't take advantage of these moments, then all of the things that we say on a regular basis just bluff and bluster it's all it really is it's just it's just jive talk that's all it is i mean think about it because here's the moment here's the moment where people are listening they're watching people are primed for this discussion right now and it's to be had right now so this is the moment where you are tested i am tested do we really believe what we believe is it all bluff and bluster is it just jive talk is it is it just that well, do we when we talk about suffering for the cause of the gospel, when we talk about abortion as murder, all that talk, is it really meaningful? Mm. When we talk about suffering for the gospel, do we really mean it? Because this is the moment where you do suffer for the gospel. You can talk about like I don't want to put it on social media, I wanna say anything because you know it's gonna create friction. I don't want to have that conversation. Listen, they're having the conversation. Mm. They're creating their propaganda machine. They're creating the spin. They're having the conversation. If we don't contribute to the conversation, if we don't do this in a relentless way, then it's just the same old thing. It's them talking and it's us hiding. It's them mm. creating propaganda machines and it's us saying and doing nothing. And we, and we do, and, uh, there's no excuse anymore. No. Right. We have the we we can overpower and we can control the conversation of the media, which is exactly what we did. The past few weeks that's with, right with these videos and, so. and and by the way just as an encouraging thing before we go to break i just want to say this already we're seeing movements now with state legislatures yep. working towards defunding planned parenthood so this works 
It works when you speak truth into the culture, but you have to do it. And this is the moment to do it. It's the moment to risk everything for the lives of these babies. Uh, here's what I would encourage you to do. Go to YouTube and you watch that fifth video released. Watch it to the very end. It's heart-wrenching. It's very hard to watch. And let me just say that you watch that video and you look at that baby in a Petri dish, basically. You look at his arms and legs torn from his body. You look at his intestines that they're just basically just flippantly saying, oh, here's the intestines. It comes out really, really well. You watch that. You watch that and you remember that that's happening every single day in mm. our nation. Over 3,000 times a day in our nation. That's a little boy. That's a little girl being torn limb from limb every single day. And what what will stop this? It's the truth of God in a culture, and it's the call to repentance and faith. It's when you expose the darkness with the light that it finally scatters that darkness and it goes away. If you don't contribute, if I don't contribute, then it's the same old thing. We have to break out of this pattern of impotence. We have to break out of this pattern of indifference. We have to fight. We have to fight as Christians with the gospel. And it means standing up for truth. You know, Christians in other countries right now are dying because they profess faith in Jesus. They're being beheaded for their faith in Jesus. Christians today, like Dr. Brown said in our film we did, are afraid of being unfriended on Facebook. Yep. And that's a sad and deplorable state of the church in the West. Stand up. Start fighting for the truth of the gospel and the lives of these babies. What's up, y'all? This is Jeff Durbin with Apologia Radio at ApologiaRadio.com. Want to talk to you guys about an amazing connection that we have right now with Whitfield Theological Seminary. I want you to run over to Whitfield.edu, Whitfield.edu, W-H-I-T-E-F-I-E-L-D.edu. I want you to check out the programs they have. They have undergraduate programs at Whitfield College, and they also have Whitfield Theological Seminary for the graduate degree and above and beyond. I, I think you'll really be impressed with the rigorous nature of the classes, the consistent biblical worldview taught and adhered to. I want you to contact Whitfield Theological Seminary at whitfield.edu. Get a hold of our friend, Dr. Kenneth Talbot, and start your classes today. ApologiaRadio.com. All right, guys, so welcome back. ApologiaRadio.com is where you get us. We're going to have some people call in right now. Open the lines up. How cool is it that we have a studio where people can call in? I think it's pretty cool. Hey, man. Right? It's good. It's our own place. Look, you never sound like a post-millennialist. <laughs> all right. That all is right. true. He is does. That, I don't he think does. that's an appropriate that post-mill, though, is it? I didn't say that. It's still pretty cool, though. He just it wants more cool. more optimism. You're still tired from your trip from Hawaii, obviously. Yeah, it's all good, dude. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so we want you guys to call in right now, talk about Planned Parenthood, selling baby parts, and uh, let's hear what you guys have to say about Murder Inc. We got Aaron from Scottsdale. Aaron, what's up, brother? 
I'm doing well, Jeff. Thank you. I actually took your class on uh, Bonson's presuppositional apologetics. Uh, oh, about it's a year Aaron ago. from Scottsdale. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey, I I had to share this with you. A girl I used to work with at University of Phoenix about five years ago. I've been posting, you know, uh, anti-Planned Parenthood stuff all uh, all week long. And she said that the real thing that needs to happen in the world is we need to train our men how to be men after they impregnate women because 99.9% of men leave these women and they're the ones that are forced to get abortions because of that. And I just thought it was so absurd, uh, the, the links that people will go to try to defend this organization and say things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't, I, say, I, you can't say something is wrong and so let's do something else that's wrong as a result of it. And what I thought was interesting, too, Jeff, I watched a lot of your videos on uh, YouTube while you're outside of the abortion clinics. What percentage of those uh, people that were going in actually had the man with them and they were making a mutual decision? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good question to ask. Good and question. One of the things that I think is most disheartening outside of an abortion clinic uh, is to see these uh, men, these little boys actually, dropping off their girlfriends or wives and taking off. I mean, it really, it's, it's a common scene to see the guy drive up, drop the girl off, uh, not even go in with her, and bounce instantly, blaring his music or going to get lunch, coming back two hours later to pick her up around the back. Uh, really is It really is a sad scene. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you rarely see the man going in and staying, if ever. That's if- interesting. And, I mean, the thing, what I find interesting, too, is... Um, the people that I get very, I, I used to get a lot of likes to post a picture of me and my mother. I get a hundred likes on Facebook. Now I post something, I get about <laughs> 15, 20 yeah. uh, like that because I've been speaking out against abortion. But I find it funny, the ones that get so angry about it, I feel like either they've had an abortion, I, I actually know a girl that has, and she falls into that boat, or they have a friend that had one. Um, because it, when, when you listen to the stories of the people that have had them, when they start being honest and come to grips with the terms of what they did and they, and they tell their story, it's a very, very sad life they live for the rest of their lives, knowing that they, that they killed their baby. Yes, it is. And only the gospel provides mm-hmm. the answer and hope for forgiveness and salvation. Planned Parenthood doesn't care right. about what happens to these women. They send them out limping, literally limping, uh, stumbling, um, and they don't provide anything afterwards. And it's not as though Planned Parenthood's going to say, okay, here's your abortion. And we will provide the counseling necessary for the guilt and the shame that's going to occur later. If they were to say that, if they were, if they were to say we're going to provide the mental care necessary after this takes place, then they would be giving, that's a tacit admission that what's happening is immoral and wrong and will damage you. And so they don't say anything, they don't do it. They send you on your way and they don't care. They've been paid. They're hired assassins. They've received their money. Mm-hmm. They've they've performed the hit, and they send you on your way. They do not care what happens to you afterwards. And we have enough women that have become members of Apologia Church or have made their way through that have had abortions and can describe the scenario and will tell you freely they did not care. And they killed my baby, and they didn't care at all. And so that is, that is just what takes place at Murder, Inc., all right, Aaron. Thanks for calling, man. Next caller. Hello. Say your name and where you're from. Yes, uh, my name's Adam, and I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. All right. What's up? Now we got Adam from Charleston, North Carolina, South Carolina. Oh, right. South Carolina. What's up, Adam? Yeah. Welcome to Apology Radio, brother. Not much. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
So what's up, man? What you got to say about Planned Parenthood? So uh, the issue that I guess I'm really having uh, necessarily is with our country, the fact that we're getting so upset over a, uh, a lion, you know, <laughs> as opposed to, the, the I guess, the mass murder or genocide of little babies. That yeah. makes sense. Right. Yeah, no, right. It does show the inconsistency of a thinking in our nation right now that we would... You know, typically, Adam, I, I think you might agree with me on this, but you find the people who are the animal rights ad, ag, activists and advocates um, that are usually the ones that are also, at the same time, mm-hmm. pro-choice. Mm-hmm. So, or the yeah. tree lovers. Right. Yeah, it's, it's sort of a, a common theme in that, uh, in that arena. Yeah, absolutely. You, 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 Go ahead, Adam. I was going to say, you could, you, could, you could also, the scientific community... If they found one living cell on a on a planet or something, they would say there's life on that planet. Yet when there's you know a clump of cells in a woman's body, it's, it's just tissue. That's mm-hmm. right. Thanks, Adam. Man, thanks for calling, brother. All right, thank you. All right, what's up? We got Daniel calling from California. What's up, Daniel? Welcome to Apologia Radio. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, what's on your mind? Um, you know, I've been seeing this all over Facebook for some time now, and um, it's just. The whole Planned Parenthood selling baby parts thing is, it's just really sad. It's just, it's pretty much showing me um, how far we're going to, uh, in this state of like moral depravity, we're just, uh, we're, I mean, it's almost like we don't even value life in general anymore. Right. Uh, it's, it's really sad and heartbreaking uh, to see this, this kind of stuff going on, going on. And I mean, I feel horrible saying this, but I mean, I feel like it's only just going to get worse. It's just, Life's not even going to have meaning anymore. It's just what it seems like these people are doing. And just continuing to, uh, you know, it's this whole, uh, I want to say, movement of, like, autotheism. This whole thing of, like, you know, making yourself a god and you can do what you please, I guess. That is the problem. Autonomy. Autonomy. That's right. Culture of death versus the culture of life. It ultimately is God's law versus man's law or self-law. Daniel, man, thanks for calling in, brother. No problem. All right, what's up? This is Corey from Kansas. Corey, welcome to Apology Radio. Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to say, man, that the, uh, the Holocaust of abortion is absolutely awful, but we can absolutely trust our God that he's going to bring this enemy under its foot. I Amen. mean, before I before I started listening to Apology Radio, I kind of didn't have an understanding of the sovereignty of God in, in taking over, taking back creation from the evil one. And we see constantly in the scriptures that my eyes have been open to just seeing that god will uh put this enemy underfoot god will win this war and uh man i just saw the post about new hampshire and i was just jumping and screaming in my house i'm so excited we're taking one step forward and it's mustard seed a tree and that's I'm right in god amen cory you're the man and, thanks uh, so much man, for that blessing man thank you so much for calling in today brother yeah hey this is marcus with apology radio say your name and where you're calling from Oh, hi. Uh, my name is uh, Christian. I'm calling from Laredo, Texas. All right. What's up, Christian from Texas? Welcome to Apologia Radio, brother. What's on your mind? Oh, great. No, I just want to say I really uh, love all your work, and I'm just, you know, completely disgusted, and makes me sad just hearing this news and, you know, all these leaks about Planned Parenthood and, you know, selling body parts and, you know, har- harvesting them. And I just wanted to know, what exactly is it that you feel that is pretty much making, you know, I don't know, I don't even know if it's mainstream America that's 
kind of thinking that this is okay, that this is the process, but what do you think it is? Do you think it's, is it liberalism? Is it the new atheist movement that has ingrained people to believe that, you know, we are not made in the image of God, that we are just, you know, just a piece of stardust, just protoplasm, just have no meaning to the universe, that we, there's no value in human life anymore. Like, exactly just what is it that is just making people conditioned to, you know, worry more about a lion than, you know, an actual human being. Like, I just don't understand. And it's just something that I just want to, I just feel like I need to rant about. Yeah. Well, I, it's a good question. And I think that I, if I'm going to answer it, I'm going to answer it not just with pure um, opinion or pontification. You know, I, I think that it's important for us to go to the scriptures first and, and the answer ultimately, why would people live in this way and do this sort of a thing? Why would their thinking be so flawed that they would imagine that it's a good thing to murder their own child and to promote that within a society because any rational person thinking about it would know that if you destroy your children, you do not make it into the next generation. If you love death, then that is where you will be, uh, death. And it means the death of society, these sorts of things. So why would anybody believe it? And the answer is in Romans 1. We all know God. The wrath of God abides on us, Jesus says. But in Romans 1, it says the wrath of God um, is, is coming upon people because they know God. They suppress the truth of God and unrighteousness. They switch God for idols. It says their thinking becomes futile. So why would anybody believe these sorts of things and accept them ultimately from a spiritual perspective, from what the Bible says about our condition before Christ redeems us by his grace? We're in a place where our thinking is futile. We exchange God for idols. We love the lie over the truth. We exchange the truth of God, Paul says, for a lie. And we go off and do all these things. So the answer is there. But if you were to look at the practical stuff, like what actually happens that creates the uh, culture of death, well, you, you have to say, well, our, our public school system is a major factor. We're raising up the next generation. Um into people who buy into this. I mean, if you teach people in school that their ancestors were fish, that they're nothing more than protoplasm and a universe that doesn't care, they will act accordingly. Um, We're taught that we are stardust in a purposeless, unguided universe. When you teach that sort of a thing, you have to reap the reward, and the reward is a culture of death. And so there are some factors, and, and of course we have a government today that has totally abandoned God as the foundation of all of life and his word and law is the foundation of all of life. So this is what you get. And I want to say that ultimately, when you have a society that embraces death like this and they love um, the lie and they'd be willing to sacrifice their children, you have a society that is clearly under the judgment of God. We are under, in America, the judgment of God. It's not the tornado, the earthquake, the tsunami, the the storm you should look for. It's when people can embrace death and love their own sin that you know that you are under the judgment of God. Romans 1 says, therefore God gave them over. That's where we're at. So the only thing that is going to affect this is a clear communication of the good news of Jesus Christ for salvation. Thank you so much for that phone call. No, thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, welcome to Apologia Radio. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, how's it going? This is Jason from Charlottesville, Virginia. All right, what's up, Jason from Virginia? Virginia? Welcome, welcome what's to up, Apologia. Virginia? Does anything good come from Virginia? How's it going? <laughs> I come from Virginia. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Something. Okay. All right, so Jason. Jason. I really appreciate your guys' ministry. I really appreciate everything you do. Thanks for blessing us, man. Absolutely. 
So what's on I'm your mind? I'm just wondering why they call it Planned Parenthood in the first place. I mean, these people have no intentions of being parents. They That's right. call it premeditated murder. That's right. Amen. Murder, Inc. would be more accurate title. That's right, man. So what do you think about Planned Parenthood and uh, the sting videos and operation that have come out? What do you think? Um, I haven't uh, been too up to date about all the videos, but um, I really do appreciate everything that you guys do going out there and uh, spreading the gospel and preaching the word. Right on, man. Standing up against it, I think that I think that's really cool. Thanks for blessing us, man. Really, you know, the number one assault by Satan on the family is uh, it basically starts in the womb, right? I mean, kill Mm -hmm. it before the family can grow, before it even has a chance. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's powerful. Thanks so much, Jason, for calling, dude. You blessed us. Thank you. Hey, thanks for calling Apology Radio. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, this is Alan Clark calling from Sherlock, California. Yeah, Alan. Alan, all right, this Alan from California. Welcome to Apology Radio, brother. How you doing? Good, dude. Thanks for calling in, man. What's in your mind? Oh, yeah. we Man, we've been, uh, me and my wife have been following this whole um, scandal for a while now, the whole undercover videos. And uh, one thing that we find pretty uh, crazy is, is how there's so much evidence, but yet people tend to be so blinded. It seems like mm. either by they don't want to know or they don't want to believe or Satan's just blinded them. And it, it can kind of make you go crazy when you're like, Look, there it is. It's right there in front of your face. And they just, yeah, like, oh, those are probably actors. Or, you know, it's like, come on, wake well, up, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And I think when, you're right, man. And one of the things that I think hit me the most uh, in the last week, emotionally, I think, was the last video, the fifth video released, where they're, they're oh, he's yeah. picking up with tweezers the little arms and legs and eyeballs and everything of this, this, ba- this little baby in there. That hit me the hardest because it's interesting – to see those who have embraced death in this way, when they see these videos, they try to offer the excuses and the propaganda and the spins. And what they end up doing is saying, yes, but aren't you for the medical research and advances that can come from from this sort of a thing? And it's like they're staring into the screen with this little boy's arm torn from his body. And they're saying, yes, but it helps to advance medicine. It's mm-hmm. like it, it, they just can't see it. And it, it, it really is, again, like I've said with a few of the last callers, it, it really is a display of the judgment of God on a culture. When people can see this sort of a thing and they can love and embrace a lie, um, that is what God as a just and holy God does when people love their sin is he ends up turning them over to it as judgment for them and they embrace the lie. And the lie is that, that death is better than life and God says, those who hate me love death. And that's what I think what we're seeing. But... Jesus is still king, he's still on his throne, and he's putting this enemy under his feet. Hey, uh, this is Marcus with Apologia Radio. State your name and where you're calling from. Uh, my name is uh, Brian Engels. I'm calling from uh, Maine. Brian Engels from Maine. A Maine man. Yeah. That's my Maine man calling right now. Brian from Maine. Maine! Hey, man, is it? Is there still snow on the ground right now, or has it all melted yet? Is gone. Okay. <laughs> I lived in, dude, I lived in Maine for a year and a half, I think when I was eight. Um, I lived at uh, Loring Air Force Base at the very tip of Maine. And wow, yeah. uh, all I remember was it was very cold, dude. Did you mainly very, enjoy it? Very, very cold. I, I think I mainly enjoyed it. <laughs> there, were, <laughs> there, were, there were mainly potatoes there. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever do the, uh, the harvest picking effect? The what now? The harvest picking. Uh, no. They, uh, they take off the first month of school up in uh, up in the county, and and that's what they do. They pick potatoes. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, there were a lot of potatoes. I remember that. Oh. All right, man. So what's 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 on your mind right now in Maine about the Planned Parenthood situation? Yeah, so we actually we had uh, one senator, Senator Collins. She voted to defund, which, to be honest, uh, with this whole defunding, I, um, I kind of, quite frankly, I'm not the the one that was going through Congress, and I wasn't happy with it. Obviously, it's not going to appease me. It should be abolished. That's right. Um, because all that would have happened is it would have been defunded for a year, the smoke would settle, and then everybody would say, see, they did something. Mm. Um, yeah. What I, I posted that the other day on Facebook, and one of my uh, co-workers, he was like, well, they do other things uh, outside of the 3% of abortions, which is phony. Right. A phony number to begin with. Yes. But... Um, that whole, the whole situation is just so infuriating, uh, but thankfully, the guy, David, is bringing it to light. That's right. That's right. And, you know, it's really interesting in the argument that they do other things there. It's like, well, child molesters also give away candy. They, they give sometimes very good back rubs, and they give ice cream, right. and they take you to baseball games, and uh, they, they take you on free rides home from school, and they buy your lunch, and they'll even give you free music lessons. Right. I said uh, Ray Rice only abuses women 3% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the time, he's I a mean, great player, right? Yeah. Pardon? I said the rest of the time, he's a great player. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. The rest of the time, he's a great player. So, I mean, you shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't penalize him. That's a sports reference. I, I have Jeff no, doesn't know I have who no Ray Rice is. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening <laughs> right now. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Quite frankly, Jeff, I actually had to Google that before I said it. So oh, good, I just good. remember okay. everybody blowing up with Tom Brady and that. <laughs> Thank you. It made, just made me feel better. Yeah, the Patriots only use deflated footballs 3% of the time. The rest of the time, they win championships. Hey, I heard about that one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> right. I understand right. this. I understand right. this. Gotcha. Okay, hey, man, good. thanks for calling. Yeah, and also, just be praying for us. We're um, So we just planted a church up here in Maine, in Lewiston, uh, about... Three months ago, actually on Good Friday, three or four months ago, and uh, we actually just found out that there's an abortion clinic that's uh, pretty undercovers through a family um, mm. through a family clinic, and they they do them there. Oh, praise so God! Go get them. To, to go get them. Go, yeah, go bring the gospel, offer help, and uh, go be present, man. Go go save some okay. babies and bring the gospel. All right, God bless, guys. Thank God you. God bless Thank you, you, man. All right, Tim from Indiana. Welcome to Apologia Radio, brother. Thank you, Jeff. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? I just got in from a run and saw we're live right now. Yeah. And Parenthood selling parts. I'm telling you, um, I, I'm I'm thrilled that so much of the evangelical world is not backing down on yes. this. But again, folks, George Grant wrote his book in '88 grand illusions all this information's been out there uh, you know yeah I, I guess i'm just going to say hey i'm i'm rejoicing don't give up never stand down and do it in love um but man we've been killing babies a long time mm-hmm. yeah you know and i'm a post-millennial so i, I think mm-hmm. it's gonna that's right yeah wahoo <laughs> <laughs> the force is strong within him yes, yes that's right you are anyway. welcome here well, uh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm glad that it's, that it's going the way it is, and I think the more they try to make excuses for their actions, the more ridiculous they look. Even even some of my 
my old metalhead non-Christian buddies are like, hey, that ain't right, man. Yeah. I'm like, that's right. They're cro- there's a line in the sand. Everybody has one. That's right. Called a presupposition. That's right. That's right. So, Thanks, brother, for calling. You bless us today, man. Thank you so much. You bet. God bless. God bless. All right, you're listening to Apologia Radio. We'll be back after the break. Check us out on ApologiaRadio.com. Hi, I'm Les. And I'm Tanner. And we're the hosts of the Reformed Pubcast. A weekly podcast where two friends get together and talk about the things that they love. It's like all those times you talked about theology over a pint of beer with your friends, but we're just dumb enough to record it. It's a theology of Calvin and the thirst of Luther. Join in on the conversation by subscribing on iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher. It's the Reformed Pubcast. Welcome back to Apologia Radio. This is the bear on the mic in studio with Jeff. Pinky in the brain. Isaiah. King Ginger. Actually. We're doing a little jive talking today. What's Not up, really. Luke? What's up, dude? We're uh, talking about some Planned Parenthood, Murder Inc. Yep. Et cetera, right. et cetera. So, all right. Let's get into it. So, um, if you have been hiding under a rock, you don't know about David and what he's doing. And what's the name of his 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 uh, situation there? Center for Medical Progress. Center for Medical Progress. Sorry, his situation. You got a disease or Center for Medical <laughs> Progress? I was just making sure if I can send everyone to the right place on YouTube. Um, this is a question that we all need to ask of these presidential candidates. Um, and I think Douglas Wilson is the originator of uh, this question. This question needs to be asked. Good one to have. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play it. Uh, Medal of Freedom. Here's my question for the Fox News presidential debate. Here's my question for all candidates participating in the Fox News presidential debate. Here's my question for the Fox News presidential debate. All the candidates participating in the Fox News debate. If elected president, would you consider the Medal of Freedom for David Daladin, the man behind the Planned Parenthood videos? If elected president, would you consider awarding the Medal of Freedom? The Medal of Freedom for David Daladin, the man behind the Planned Parenthood videos. Would you consider the Medal of Freedom for David Daladin, the man behind the Planned Parenthood undercover videos? If elected president, would you consider the Medal of Freedom? Would you consider the Medal of Freedom for David Daladin? The man behind the Planned Parenthood videos? Would you nominate David Daladin, the man behind the Planned Parenthood videos, for the Medal of Freedom? If elected president, would you consider the Medal of Freedom for David Daladin, the man behind the Planned Parenthood undercover videos? If elected president, would you consider the Medal of Freedom for David Daladin, the man behind the Planned Parenthood videos? There you go. Uh, it was it was uh, Wilson that wrote an article about that, right? Yeah, he's the one that came up with that question. It's a great question. It's a great question. And it's important. So, David Daladin has, with his uh, organization, produced some of the most hard-hitting undercover videos mm. ever. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people have gone undercover 
and um, gone into abortion facilities and gone into Planned Parenthood and got all kinds of really great footage, but nothing like this. Nothing like this with top executives and everything else just freely talking about this and he was talking about the selling of human body parts uh, for cash. And obviously Planned Parenthood has tried to put their spin onto all of this mm-hmm. and you have them uh, right now in, try, in, 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 in recovery mode trying very desperately. Uh, <laughs> it's to so pre- lame. It is. I it's have so one pulled up if I'm going to read it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So this is from uh, Melanie A. Linton, who's the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast. So this, this was her official press release in regard to these videos. She says Planned Parenthood is the most trusted women's health care provider in this country. Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast has provided birth control, life-saving cancer screening, safe abortion, and other high-quality health care for nearly 80 years. One in five American women report having been to Planned Parenthood for care. What they don't seem to mention is how many uh, American women have gone there for assassination of their children. Well, they Um, they would consider that care. Yes. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying. They don't don't want to mention why. Um, so then she says, Planned Parenthood's medical providers and staff are the best in the country. <laughs> we've seen that from the video, haven't we? <laughs> uh, we have the highest professional standards. Yeah, we've seen that too. And we take swift action if we ever, if if we are ever aware of an instance where those standards aren't being met. We'll see what kind of swift action they take now. So here's, here's what really made me laugh. Extremists who oppose Planned Parenthood's mission and services are making outrageous and completely false claims. They are engaged in a fraud and other claims they've made have been discredited and disproven. Uh, not yet. Uh, she says the footage released today doesn't show Planned Parenthood staff engaged in any wrongdoing or agreeing to violate any legal or medical standards, which of course is a lie. Instead, the latest tape shows an extremely offensive intrusion and lack of respect for women <laughs> or infant or you know, babies um, with footage of medical tissue in a, in a lab. These extremists show a lack of compassion and dignity for women's most personal medical decisions. I, we, I, okay, I got to stop there. Um, oh, I just say something. Marcus, please. That is, that is the most absurd reasoning. The, 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 the first one that jumps out to me is we haven't violated any medical standards or practices. And let me just say, well, what if, so what if you didn't, <laughs> right? Like who cares? Like if, if, if you haven't, well, we definitely need uh, new medical standards and practices then. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a matter of whether or not you violate law. It's whether or not you should be able to do that anyway. Like if the law says that you can do what you're doing, then the entire system needs to be upheaved. Yeah. I mean, it, it, was, it was legal to kill Jews under Hitler. Mm-hmm. And it was also legal to have segregation. It was legal to own slaves. Yeah. You know, so that, that, that's not the issue. And it always, of course, let's bring it back to a theological discussion. It is a question between God's law and man's law. It is a question between God's law and autonomy or self-law. That, that really what this is, it's what, that's the end result of this entire discussion. Let's just be honest. It all comes back to what, by what standard and what is a righteous and holy uh, law. Yeah, if I said, hey man, like there's no, I'm not breaking any laws by throwing my slave in a hot box all day in Georgia. Like I'm not right. breaking any laws doing right. that. Right. You would go, yeah, but uh, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> like, but, 
because God has standards. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. So it's like we have to get to we they're they're speaking based on their presuppositions that it's okay. And we need to get to the root and just yeah. and that's what's so great about these videos. It may it just shows the absurdity of their presuppositions. Yeah. I completely. Mean, yeah, and well then she goes the part that just just threw me into a tizzy where she says they, these extremists show a lack of compassion and dig- dignity for women's most personal medical decisions. Are you kidding me? Right. Like, the, you see in the video these doctors, so-called doctors, I call them murderers, like joking and laughing about these babies they just ripped apart. But so you're going to tell me that we're, that these the, the that people the, undercover are not yeah. showing dignity for the... For these women's medical decisions to right. murder their children, right. exactly. Yeah, we we don't have to protect the reputations of women who murder their babies. Yeah, yeah we don't have murderers. to. Yeah, we don't have to protect the reputations of Planned Parenthood. Now, listen, all of this we're presupposing the grace of God covering all of us in salvation, recognizing that within our own hearts we are murderous before a holy God. It doesn't change the fact that this is still murder. They're still chopping babies up into pieces, putting their bodies in little baggies. There's still a place in your town, probably, near you that is doing this on a daily basis, and it needs to be stopped. And as Christians, we need to use this opportunity to start speaking against this. When Planned Parenthood spins this, we need to be ready with the response. When they start talking about, oh, it's only 3% of all of our things, you need to be ready with an answer to that. You need to be ready with a proper answer that talks about the fact that Planned Parenthood has a finesse that they put onto those numbers to make it look like a lower number, when in reality, every service they give counts in the tally. So we talked about this in the last episode. When they they talk about it's only 3%, remember that not only is that not completely honest, but it's also um, finessing the facts. If they give birth control, if they give away a condom, if they give any kind of counseling, if they give an ultrasound, those other services count in the tally of how much of the service is actually abortion. Don't forget that. And so when you look at Planned Parenthood, last year they killed over 300,000 children by surgical abortion. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, and this is, uh, we're about 98% sure on this, we're not even counting in the number of actual abortions, the number that are actually killed by the pill. Right. Uh, plan B. Uh, they, they include contraception as 34%. Yeah, so the contraceptives number wow. is a different number. And so you have to consider that when we've been outside Planned Parenthood and been able to stop women walking away with the brown bag, see, that's how we know. They walk out with that brown bag, and we know there's probably the Plan B in there, the abortion pill. We've seen women dump those pills on their way out, been able to convince them to do so. That That's not being counted in the number of murders that are being uh, perpetrated by Planned Parenthood. Right. And, and, and listen, it, uh, we need to listen to David um, when we talk about uh, the spin that they're putting on this. This is uh, put out by the Center for Medical Progress. Uh, that's the name of their channel on YouTube. This is David on CNN uh, talking about Planned Parenthood, their spin on things. And I think it's good to listen to the man responding to Planned Parenthood's propaganda. ...was to push Congress to defund Planned Parenthood. Last night, that effort failed. So what's your next move? Sure. So, you know, what the vote in uh, what the vote in the Senate did show yesterday is that there's certainly already a bipartisan majority that is ready to have an immediate moratorium on Planned Parenthood's taxpayer funding. 
um, directly as a result of the exposure of Planned Parenthood's illegal use of partial birth abortions to harvest higher quality fetal organs for resale. I mean, that's what you um, say that gonna... your, the, videos, the videos show. Obviously, Planned Parenthood refutes that and says that it, it shows nothing of the sort, that in fact it shows them trying to recoup their costs for the transfer of fetal tissue to biotech companies and that that's totally legal. Right. Well, there's two things there. Number one, Planned Parenthood still has not, after about three and a half weeks, Planned Parenthood still has not addressed the claim about partial birth abortions, which is a really clear description given by their senior director of medical services from the very first video that we produced. Um, on the second point, Planned Parenthood also hasn't produced any evidence that they have any real costs associated with the supply of aborted fetal tissue, especially when they're partnered with a middleman biotech company like STEM Express or Novagenics or ABR that sends technicians into the clinics to do the harvesting, to identify, identify the patients, to receive the fetuses, dissect yeah. the specimens, ship them off. That's all. All those costs are absorbed by other outside biotech companies, yet uh, Planned Parenthood is still receiving payments per specimen that they produce. You hear that? So this other company that they partner with mm. is the company that's coming in and it's absorbing all the costs. And mm. they sell... They're the ones that so you can go to their website and you can actually add a $25,000 baby liver to your wish list and shopping cart. That's to your wish list wow. and shopping yeah. cart. Yes. Uh -huh. And so let's not, let's not forget that in the videos you can watch with your own eyes these people coming up with these arbitrary numbers. They're all trying to figure out how much are we actually going to get paid for this. They're not looking at hard numbers on right. a sheet of paper from an accounting uh, a firm that's saying well, this is how much it actually costs. We've done the numbers, and this is where you would recoup your costs. They're saying, "I want a Lamborghini. Mm -hmm. I want a Lamborghini." And so, let's see what we can get for this for this baby heart, this baby brain, this baby um, liver. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about real human beings, image bearers of God that have been slaughtered, and they're selling their body parts afterwards. And Planned Parenthood's spin they're trying to put on this is to say, well, we're not really making money off of this. We're not profiting from it. We're just trying to recuperate our costs. Watch the videos. Just simply watch the undercover videos, and you will watch these people coming up with these arbitrary numbers, trying to get for themselves the most money, and it's just for the purposes of cash. They're mm -hmm. making more money as an organization. Now put, now, 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 put all this together. Pile all this up together with the fact that our federal government gives Planned Parenthood taxpayer dollars to function as a quote-unquote health care service company. That's what they're doing. So our money, property is being taken away from American citizens to fund an organization that kills our children. And this man, David, praise God for him, has been a part of exposing this wicked organization for what it really is. And let's just say this. Also, you cannot expect a company that kills babies for a living to tell the truth. Yeah. If they will slaughter children and they will murder them and put their little bodies into a common household refrigerator and freezer, then you cannot expect them to tell you the truth when they're exposed. They are murder, Inc. They kill for a living. That's what they do. And they kill the weakest among us. Babies. Mm. Defenseless babies they kill. Just so sick. you can't expect them to tell the truth. Yeah, and, and I, keep, I keep seeing and hearing people say, well, you know, the money they receive from the government doesn't go towards abortions. It goes towards everything else. It's like, so what? 
So what? So they're just so the government's keeping them alive, the company alive, so that they can, you know, continue to murder babies. Right. I bet you. I bet you. Uh, Nazi Germany, you know, received some government money too. But I bet you it wasn't all from the government. You know, um, it, it's just I think it's it's something that we need to to as Christians make sure that we're ready to answer. And um, listening to David, we're gonna listen to a little bit more of him in just a moment here. Listening to David helps you, I think. To be prepared to have this discussion with others um, and to have it in a sustained way. That's important here with consistency. It's not a moment. It should be consistency because, you know, you look at people and with with the, the atheism, the new atheism, the gay agenda, the abortion industry, they have a consistent, sustained effort. They have big checkbooks. They work hard at this. They have a goal in mind. They are looking to inherit the earth. If you look at uh, the new trailer for Douglas Wilson's movie, uh, Stonewall, um, you see this banner that the students in Indiana were, were putting up mm-hmm. uh, when they were protesting Douglas Wilson being there. And the banner, it's, it's, it's chilling. I mean, it, it really is. It gives you goosebumps. The banner says, the queer shall inherit the earth. You see, that's where they're going. And as Christians, we need to remember what Jesus says. It's the meek. The meek inherit the earth. It's Romans chapters 4 through 5. You look at Paul saying that it's Abraham's descendants that, will, that inherit the world. And that's, that's the true nature of what's ahead of us. So, so it's consistent, clear communication of the gospel. It's speaking directly to this. It's making sure you use opportunities like this to expose this. And it's, the, it's not relenting until, until this is put under Christ's feet, until we stop killing babies in our culture. But in order for me to tell you the good news, I must share with you the bad. A beard can be a most magnificent thing, but it can also be the downfall of a man. An unmaintained beard prevents a face from shining. An unmaintained beard causes dry, itchy skin. An unmaintained beard is a source of beardruff. You know, like dandruff, but beardruff. An unmaintained beard is sharp and ruthless, like iron bristles, not good for the lady friend. An unmaintained beard forfeits future growth based on the lack of preparation today. And let's not forget that an unmaintained beard robs your face from smelling amazing. Let not thy beard be thy downfall protect your manlyhood an epic combination of manliness and manhood if you're hearing this today there is hope for your beard go to youcosbeard.com and enter the code apologia and you can save some money while you save your face welcome back to apologia radio one of my jobs as king ginger being a producer is sending out emails trying to find people to be on this show. And one of the things about Apologia Radio is we don't want to only have certain kinds of guests on the show. We want people who oppose our worldview to come on the show. And it was really, really difficult to find somebody that was actually in favor of Planned Parenthood that was willing to come on the show. But we found somebody, right, Luke? Yeah, we did. We We did. Now, find him on the street. Yeah, actually. his name his name is Sleazy Richards, which sounds awfully like Cecil Richards, but we won't get it there. Anyway, so Sleazy Richards, welcome to Apologia Radio. Thank you for being brave enough to voice your opposition to us on the show. At your service, I'm always ready. 
so first off, let me ask you, why yeah. do you support the work of Planned Parenthood? You see, what you got to understand is, is it's only 3%. It's, uh, keep it under three. That's why, okay. that's why I slogan. I, I, I tell all the, all the riffraff, keep it under three. <laughs> okay, Sleazy Richards. Uh, is that really your name, by the way, Sleazy it, Richards? That's what the kids call me out oh. since high school, or Sleazy. Okay, they so... They said, what's up, Sleazy? You want to get a burger? I said, get a burger. Uh, oh, okay. I'll get a burger. Yeah, okay, Sleazy. Okay. three bucks. Okay, Sleazy. Is it under three? Because <laughs> I'll eat it. <laughs> okay. I know a $5 burger it has to be three. So if a child molester were to only mol- uh, kidnap, yes, three percent of yes. the, the kids under his on his street. You said three, right? Under yeah, under three. We'll even say under three percent. He only he only kidnaps under three percent. Okay, of, let me get this straight, straight first. We got uh-huh. child molester children under three. Under th- oh. well, yeah, the kids are under three. No, okay, well, it's the same thing, but under three. Under three. Okay. Yes. Okay. Come on now. So it's okay. Is it under three? Yes. This is what I keep it, telling you. Okay. It okay. says under three. Okay. It's uh, keep it under three. Maybe maybe I'm not giving listen, you a good listen, analogy. Listen, listen. Hitler. Hitler only Look. killed. Let's say three percent of the Was Jews. Was it under three? Yes, it would How be. How many under- times we get to say this to you? It's under three. Okay. It's it's it's. I, I agree. Under three. I agree. Sleazy <laughs> agrees. If it's if it's under three, <laughs> Sleazy <laughs> Richards agrees. Under three, Sleazy agree. Okay. Next question. Uh, okay. Next I, question. I, I don't know what. How do how do you respond to that? So listen. Uh huh. Child, listen. Candy, back rub, foot rub. As long as you keep it under three. So you're, you're essentially saying as long as 97% of the kids get free candy from you, the 3% is justified. Agree. Sleazy agree. Uh, oh, Sleazy agrees. Sleazy says he agrees. Thanks well, for having me on the show, uh, by well, the way. You heard it I first. I used to do this back in my glory days, but things are not getting so well you for Sleazy. You lady. don't exactly sound like you have a radio voice, you Sleazy know, Richards. You see, ever since the, the, the stuff in the it's not good. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, thank you for at least being brave enough to come and voice opposition uh, to uh, us. All I I'm guess. saying is it's under three. Okay, as long what as... What don't you understand as long about as this? 3% of babies are murdered. That's great. Okay, thank you, Sleazy. It's only three. All right, somebody go get Jeff and tell him the microphone's available for yeah. him now. Hey, Jeff! Hey! Jeff. I'm back. Okay. I was just over there. Jeff, you should have been here for that one, man. Yeah. Let me tell you. Wasn't it exciting? That was a very interesting guest. <laughs> yeah. The, hom- the homeless guy just walked out the door. That was... Sleazy Richards. Yes. I just want to say how important it is... What was he talking about? Uh, he, I heard some yelling. You know, yeah. I just want to say how important it is to satire Planned Parenthood and to make their arguments seem as ridiculous as they are. It seems kind of crass, don't you think? It is crass. Yes. They are. They yes are. Yeah, they are. Yes, yes. I don't know. We're man. just exposing that. Yeah, and I don't know so- if I agree with that, man. <laughs> 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 okay, so listen. This is something we should talk about. Um, uh, well, wait, let's finish this up. I want to uh, David again on CNN. It's important for you to hear his talking points because uh, Planned Parenthood has them. Planned Parenthood has them, and you, we need to be ready with an appropriate response. And I think one of the best things you can do. Is, is listening to their response is to get a chance to listen to what they actually have to say because they're, they're in this fight and uh, that we need to know what uh, the proper response is. So here's David Moore on CNN. But I want to stop you there because we did ask Planned Parenthood about that, about your claims, and we also asked STEM Express, and both of them say that you're wrong. They say that there are the only costs... This right here 
is one of the most amazing things. When you listen to her on CNN saying, oh, they've already rebutted that. This is both of their response against you. And you're like, oh, wow. Like, wow, they have an answer. It seems pretty solid. But listen to what happens. That Planned Parenthood gets are the costs for transfer. If it involves storage, if it involves uh, the time that it takes for a staff member to get consent from a patient. In fact, let me read to you the um, statement that STEM Express gave us about this very thing. STEM Express does not pay Planned Parenthood clinics or any other health care provider for fetal tissue. STEM Express reimburses Planned Parenthood clinics and other health care providers for their reasonable costs associated with the tissue procurement process, such as those incurred in connection with storage, processing, documentation, and staff participation. So now here... By the way, tissue procurement mm -hmm. process, Yeah. Let's what, it, what we're really saying, a.k.a. hearts, livers, mm -hmm. uh, intestines, which by arms... All, which by all medical standards is not tissue. That right. is organs. Mm -hmm. Tissues make organs like i don't understand yes why they keep using this language as if i mean i know we're creationists but we do understand some science yes reasonable costs associated <laughs> with the brain removal process heart removal process leg removal process that would be probably or, or as they called it in the new video products of conception products of conception they did say products of yes. conception yes there are two different organizations planned parenthood and the middleman that you're talking about saying that they're not being paid for the sale of fetal tissue. Yeah, I, I think it's really cute that they have their stories straight and that they're, <laughs> yeah. uh, they're covering up for each other. But I mean, what, I think that the next question that the media should be asking of STEM Express and Planned Parenthood is if you go to our website, centerformedicalprogress.org, we have an advertisement from STEM Express that was an advertisement for Planned Parenthood clinics to tell them that they could make a financial profit, that they could have fiscal growth to their clinics, that it would be a financial benefit to the Planned Parenthood clinics if they partnered with STEM Express to supply aborted fetal tissue. And that advertisement was endorsed by one of Planned Parenthood's medical directors, Dr. Dorothy Ferguson. Boom. Yeah, there you go. So as you see how important they have a propaganda arm, they have talking points and a spin they put on this. And it's STEM Express and Planned Parenthood working in tandem together, trying to corroborate their stories. But there's always something you miss. Sin will always find you out. Mm -hmm. And there's always something you'll miss. And so if you go to their website, you can take a look at that advertisement. So it's just really an amazing thing. So I'm not sure how that flyer that STEM Express has been passing out to Planned Parenthood clinics okay. squares with the statement that they just gave you. David, your critics, critics of your organization, I should say. Can we just uh, say that she doesn't try to respond. That's right. what I was just going to say. No response. No response. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And, yeah, that's generally what happens when truth um, is brought into the discussion. Move on to the next point. Say that you're not journalists, as you purport to be on your website, but rather you're violent extremists. They say that you are operating under the guise of investigative reporting, but really you're trying to shut down all Planned Parenthoods and women's access yes. to things like birth control and other services that they provide. Um, can we just uh, okay. say that, I have a bunch uh, to say about that, that birth control is available um, at many other places? and um, Including your gas station restroom. Yes, that's mm -hmm. exactly right. And uh, also, let's talk about the fact that Planned Parenthood does not give mammograms. And that's been a big talking point of theirs. And there's no, zero, zilch, none, nothing, nowhere, no Planned Parenthood that gives mammograms. Doesn't mm. happen. Doesn't happen anywhere. Mm. That's all. <laughs> so uh, condoms are available um, at Circle K. 
7 Eleven. <laughs> uh, Walmart also sells condoms. CVS has condoms. Seen them there. And pregnancy tests. Seen them there. They're there. Yeah, that's that's right. They're there. And um, so, yeah, there's uh, the, the, those services are available in other places that do not kill babies. Um, go ahead, Luke. Okay, so speaking of the, the numbers, so here I saw this meme. Uh, it says the GOP wants to defund Planned Parenthood. There is no federal funding for abortion, which we talked about. So then they say eliminating federal funding for Planned Parenthood will mean eliminating health care for millions of men and women, blah, blah, blah. So here's what their statistics that they are putting. In 2013 and 14, Planned Parenthood facilities performed 378,692 pap screenings for cervical cancer. That wasn't me. Uh, keep going. Uh, Planned Parenthood services were a major factor in reducing teen pregnancies to the l- lowest rate in 20 years. During that same time period, it performed 487,029 breast exams, which is interesting because you were just talking about that. Uh, Planned Parenthood successfully detected 87,988 cases of early breast cancer. 704,079 tests for HIV AIDS were performed on both men and women. 3,727,359 sexually transmitted infection tests were provided for both women and men. And then it says 4,166 vasectomies were performed, preventing countless potential abortions. Now, here's the statistic that they're they're failing to provide. This year alone, Planned Parenthood has murdered 195,064 babies. And to date, since 1970, 6,832,000 418 babies Planned Parenthood has officially murdered. And again, that number is probably not including contraception. Con- the the right. contraceptive plan B. Uh, plan B pills yep. and everything else. So yeah, always neglecting to tell the large sto- part of the story. So they're, they're just trying to change the discussion, you know. Auschwitz. Well, we, look, look at all these good things. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to, I found out something else that was interesting. Um, you know, everybody's, well, look at the good stuff that, that Planned Parenthood's done. You know, we're going to ignore all the bad stuff. Look or, at, look or at as they the, say, controversial stuff. Go ahead. Look at all the Jews that got free food and housing. Well, that's what under I was, the realm of Hitler. <laughs> what I was just going to. Yeah. Let's look at some good things that the Nazis <laughs> did. If my, if my site will come up. I had it already. Now it's not working. Um, here we go. So there's, there's, there's good things that the Nazis did, right? Yeah. Uh, they established welfare programs. Well, that we we. Well, yeah, we'll, well, we'll, yeah. Okay. we'll debate Next. whether that was good or not. Oh, strong family values. They had a low crime rate. <laughs> they preserved animals. Oh, you know, Hitler was like you, Marcus, vegetarian. Was he really? Yep, he was. Well, I might have to rethink vegetarianism. They invented the Autobahn, <laughs> the V two rocket. They had an anti tobacco mission. Well, that's they improved not, the yeah, economy, okay, and they promoted music, and most importantly, they gave us Volkswagen. Mm. Well, tobacco isn't necessarily bad. No, I was joking when I said that. Oh, okay. But that's what that, I'm just saying. I'm just telling you, this is the same the same mindset. Well, so what if they murdered millions of Jews? Well, they, they sh- said they had strong family values. They also provided. <laughs> they also provided. Clo- that sounds exactly like Planned Parenthood, actually. Yeah, exactly. They also provided clothing, um, lodging, and uh, soup. To the Jews in the concentration yeah. camps, let's they made not, really cool lamps. Let's, too, not, let's not forget Ugh. of the other services that they provided in Auschwitz. 
Um, you see, that's, it, does, it doesn't work. It, it, it's, it seems so foolish because it is so foolish uh, to reason in this way, to live this way. Never, ever neglect to remember that even one baby, even one image bearer of God is worthy to shut the entire thing down. Even one. Yep. And when you have millions upon millions upon millions of babies being slaughtered by this organization and others, that's the discussion to be had. No matter how many other positive things you do, don't forget that the person who commits any crime in the process of committing the crime may even be kind. Uh, The person that comes in to rob a bank and hits five employees might be kind to ten of the people under his, under, he might even he might even say you need to feed these people, and he feeds the people that he's holding hostage, mm-hmm. and he shows an act of kindness to one by letting them go when they're wounded by a stray bullet or something like that. You know, there's always an act of kindness somewhere, and so we need to remember that that the the, the functioning aspect of Planned Parenthood is to daily murder children, mm-hmm. and that's what needs to constantly be talked about. And um, and that's just something that can't ever be neglected by us. We need to always make sure that we're highlighting that very important point, and it never becomes a um, back burner issue, issue or secondary issue. That's what they're doing, they're killing babies. Um, so let's just do a little bit more of David here, and um, and we'll go into more discussion. Do you have ties to Operation Rescue? So a couple of things there. First, number one, I'm not a violent person, and I never have been, and I never will be. Um, Troy Newman is one of the board members of the Center for Medical Progress. And, and Troy, Troy is Newman a good is friend the president of, of Operation Rescue that does have, I mean, Operation Rescue does have a history of threatening violence against uh, abortion clinics. You know, I don't think that's true at all. Uh, you'd, have to, you'd have to talk to Troy specifically about, uh, you know, how, how, about the full history of Operation Rescue and some of those details, but... I don't think that's a fair characterization at all. Um, I, I can say the, something as here. As far as the second yeah, point. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Troy Newman is not the president of Operation Rescue. It's Rusty Thomas who was on Babies Are Murdered here. Oh, really? He's a, huh. he's a great guy. Okay. Yeah, very great guy, really sound, theological, uh, post-mill guy. Uh, Has he uh, threatened to bomb anybody? No. Oh. No. But he's radical, man. He's... He he's he does an not extremist. he does not play around about this issue. He brings it to the floor like it should be. Uh, that was the part in Babies Are Murdered here when Rusty's talking that I started to weep in my car. Yes. Um when he started talking about you've got right here they're playing and over here we're killing them. I I just was weeping in my car. I mean that yeah, that was very powerful. Yes, he's he's a great guy. And and Operation Rescue had does have they don't have the the purest of past, I would say. I guess there is some things that they've done in the past that probably would not be acceptable mm. uh, now. Uh, but I, I think overwhelmingly, I don't know anything really about Operation Rescue. I, it's 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 you can't you can't say well your argument's invalid because your people are crazy. Mm. <laughs> Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Continue mm. to change the discussion. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ultimately, the the two and a half year long investigative journalism study that the Center for Medical Progress conducted about Planned Parenthood's sale of fetal tissue, um, ultimately that's about exposing to the public the the reality of how Planned Parenthood conducts their fetal tissue sales and what their relationship with companies like Stem Express is like. It's not an issue of the rest of Planned Parenthood services or whether or not those are a good thing. Um, 
it's uh, it's specifically about showing the public exactly how those sales work and documenting those in a way that everybody can see. David, last um, 21 minutes from now, we understand that you plan to put out another one of your undercover videos. Uh, there have been two restraining orders um, against your videos, one from a superior court, one from a judge just um, this week, because they believe that you may have done something illegal in obtaining these videos. Can you tell us what this video, the, the next video that you're going to put out contains? Sure. So the next video that should go up in about an hour or so, we're still doing the, uh, the export and upload of it right now. Um, is going to be much in the vein of the, the first four videos that have come out so far, except it's perhaps going to be even more shocking. You're going to see evidence in it of how Planned Parent is actually willing to sale fully intact fetuses to buyers of aborted fetal tissue. <laughs> and whenever you're talking about fully intact fetuses in the context of fetal tissue procurement, those are situations where no feticide like, a, like digoxin or potassium chloride, no chemical like that can be used to kill the fetus beforehand because that poisons the organs and the tissues. Yeah. And so in that case, it's prima, it's prima facie evidence of born alive infant cases. All right, David Delayden, uh, thank you for coming on and explaining your side, and we will see what courts say about this video and so, your future. So, interesting. Did, did, real quick, did you hear her go, uh, yeah. When he mentioned the fetal, oh, I miss, uh, I didn't fetal hear intact bodies, mm, yep. he goes, oh, like that shocked her. Yes. And she's against him, but even that was like, made her a little speechless for a minute. That's why we need to keep talking about this. Yes, that's right. So here, here's an article on thefederalist.com. Uh, wife of judge blocking pro-life videos is a proud abortion supporter. Uh, the federal judge who late Friday granted a temporary restraining order against the release of recordings made at an annual meeting of abortion providers wasn't just appointed by President Barack Obama, the most extreme proponent of abortion ever to hold the White House. He was also one of the pre of President Obama's top fundraisers, a bundler who raised at least 200000 for Obama and donated $30,800 to committees Supporting him, according to Public Citizen, Judge William H. Ulrich III granted the injunction just hours after the order was requested by the National Abortion Federation. Ulrich's wife, Carolyn Farrow Ulrich, is a clown and artist. I guess literally. Oh no! Oh, she's really a clown. Yes, that's I was what I was like, saying. Yeah. I was like, what? With, what with, you an, with an interest in outdoor athletic endeavors, she partners with her husband in the, her, their political decisions, and she is co-bundler, according to Public Citizen. She's also a public supporter of extreme abortion policies, and talks then about her YouTube page. Uh, first video she ever liked was from an extreme pro-abortion group called the Center for Reproductive Justice. Uh, the slick celebrity-laden video called for people to sign a bill of rights that asserts a right to abortion on demand through all nine months of pregnancy. It further calls for taxpayer funding of contraception, abortion, and abortion. And finally, it says that all health care plans should be required in a penalty of law to cover abortion. Um, also on her page, her Facebook page uh, wall, her picture, her avatar is the rainbow flag. And it just there's a lot more on on here. And so, you know, isn't it interesting that one of the judges that um, uh, mm. actually passed this uh, is such an ardent supporter of Barack Obama, his policies, and all the rest? Interesting. Do you think maybe there's a connection? I think it's obvious. And I think we are being naive if we don't believe that this sort of corruption takes place at the highest level. So, be right back, guys. We're going to talk more about uh, Planned Parenthood, abortion, even some comments from President Barack Obama 
regarding um, the killing of humans uh, for harvesting their organs. He talks about it in terms of it being an atrocity that must end, but not for the reasons that you might think. Be right back. Hi, this is Jeff Durbin with Apologia Radio. You can get us at ApologiaRadio.com. I'm also the pastor at Apologia Church in Tempe. You can get us at ApologiaChurch.com. want to invite you guys to join us for worship, the word, and fellowship on Sundays at 4 p.m. And that's Joy Tempe. Hey there. We are a family-integrated church, so we invite you to bring your whole family to worship with us. This is Luke Pearson, the ministry bear, also discipleship pastor at Apologia Church. Like Jeff mentioned, we are now meeting at a new location and time, 4 p.m. on Sunday afternoons at Arizona Community Church. That's 9325 South Rural Road and Tempe. We're meeting in the Community Center, and that is between Warner and Ray off of Rural. Again, you can reach us on them internets at apologiachurch.com. Delicious beards are encouraged but not required. <laughs> Glory! she was a clown yep and you're about to you're about to enter you're about to introduce a video from the world's worst bozo okay dailymail.com this was set up i think uh the discussion you're about to hear the albino tribe this is actually put out today the albino tribe butchered to feed a gruesome trade in magical quote-unquote magical body parts here we go, uh, by Andrew Malone from the Daily Mail. Um, like a hunted animal to run to ground, the little girl was cornered. Branded a, quote, ghost on account of her striking white skin, Mariam Emanuel had been chased through her African village in a remote corner of Tanzania by a bloodthirsty mob. Exhausted and terrified, the five-year-old slumped in the dust at the end of an alley. She whimpered and cowered while the adults surrounded her and sharpened their knives and machetes. Then they set to work butchering her and dividing up her remains between themselves. Miriam did not have the benefit of being unconscious before she died, said one shocked investigator. She was killed like an animal by grown men who showed no compassion for another human being. Miriam's crime? She was an albino, one of more than 17,000 black Africans who suffer from a rare genetic condition that makes her skin white and their hair red or blonde. And in a continent where millions believe in magic, black magic, or multi, their organs and blood are far or worth far more than their lives are. For decades, the albinos of Africa, known to the tribe as ghosts, zeros, or the invisibles, have suffered appalling treatment at the hands of their own neighbors and are murdered for their body parts, which are believed to bring good fortune and cure all manner of ills. And so that is the context of some things that are happening to albinos in Africa. Um, mm. And so that's the background for this question asked to the president at the uh, YALI 
2015 summit, uh, and then I'll give you a little bit of context and background. Here's the president. Thank you, Mr. President. My name is Jen. I'm from Kenya, and I'm speaking on behalf of my brothers and sisters with albinism from Africa. As you may know, Mr. President, uh, persons with albinism in Africa are being killed and their body parts harvested for ritual purposes. My request to you is to raise this issue with the heads of states from African countries to bring these atrocities to an end for the benefit of us, four of us in this room, and our, and our brothers and sisters back in Africa. Thank you. Okay, good. All right, stop. Okay, so before he answers that question, if you look at the video, you can see on his face, he knows the ramifications of answering that question about organ harvesting, mm. which is why he doesn't address it as directly, and he actually turns it anti-Christian, but he doesn't want, he hates that question, mm. and you can tell. Okay, mm. go ahead. She said she was from Kenya, right? Oh, I think she did say oh, she was from Kenya. one of his native... Yeah, is she, he, yeah he, was, he, he lived in Kenya. Wasn't he uh, born in Kenya? Well, that's yeah, that's the debate. You <laughs> <laughs> people have had that debate, yeah. Um, okay, okay, Donald. Yeah, and Donald Trump. Uh, here we go. Thank you. Well, uh, uh, uh. can I just say... <laughs> Off the uh, script, know, not good. The notion that any African would discriminate against somebody because of the color of their skin. After what black people around the world have gone through. It's crazy. It is infuriating. And, and, and I have no patience for it. I, when I was in Africa, I said, yeah, the, the, there are important traditions and uh, folkways that need to be respected. That's part of who you know, each culture is, each country is. But there's also just foolish traditions and, and old ways of doing business. Okay, here's the question to be asked. Uh, Always, every time, out of the gate, um, by what standard do you call something foolish? Mm -hmm. um, is it your interpretation? Because see, to, to certain people who hold these traditions, not foolish to them, mm -hmm. these are magical body parts. They're mm -hmm. magical. They cure diseases. Like stem cells. Yeah, yep, and they, exactly. they cure diseases. These are magic for a society. And so who are you to call something foolish? By what standard if we hold to say what Silverman says on her Twitter today or her Facebook or in the last couple of days, uh, we're all just stardust with emotions, so act accordingly. Well, let's live by that, right? So it's just it's just stuff. Like you know, it's just there. It's, it's just their thing. That for them, it's it's important. It's true. It's relevant. It's necessary. It's magic. Who are you to call something foolish, Mr. President? Do we hold to your standard? Or do we hold the standard of the people who are actually killing these albinos for the magical properties? Well, whose standard do we hold to? Who has the final say? Who's the ultimate authority? See, that's a question that needs to be asked. And because, you know what, I tend to agree with you here to, um, in a respect, when we talk about uh, cultures might have certain traditions that they hold to, 
that are absolutely foolish. That's actually not completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But you see, my standard of what's actually foolish is based upon God's word and what he says is true, beautiful, lovely, holy, good, righteous, all those things. But you see, Mr. President, we live in a time where we have a cultural tradition in the West today that says that a woman can kill her baby yep. at will just because, just because, because she didn't want it, because she doesn't want to carry it, because it's, it's, some, it's for, you know, it's just, it's not convenient for her. That's a tradition right now held by a lot of people in our culture. And I happen to think it's foolish. We see, I think it's foolish because God actually calls it sin mm-hmm. and you don't think it's foolish. And so we need to talk about that. And, and what right do you have as an American president who doesn't live in Africa? What right do you have to tell Africans in Africa how they should live? Is there some transcendent standard that you hold to? Or is it just personal pontification and pleasure and preference? What, which is it? And you see, that's the discussion needs to be had. By what standard do we call something sin, unrighteous, unholy, and foolish? And the president obviously doesn't hold to the standard of the word of God. Mm-mm. That are based in ignorance. True. <laughs> and they need to stop. True. Absolutely. Yes. Double true. And the, the, the idea that you'd have, that a society would <laughs> visit violence on people because of pigmentation. Or how about size? Mm-hmm. Or how about age? What if, mm-hmm. what if uh, a white lady is impregnated by a black man and is ashamed to tell her family Ooh. who's racist? Can, can she kill that baby? Why not? Today she can. Yeah, of course she can. The notion that we should do violence upon somebody because of the color of their skin is somehow immoral. Mm-hmm. But the notion that we should do violence to a baby because it's inconvenience is not? That's acceptable morally? Well, Mr. President, here's the question. Respectfully, by what standard? That, that, that's, not a, that's not a tradition that is worth preserving. That's, that's tomfoolery. That's, the, that's craziness. It's, it's cruel. Organ harvesting is cruel. Uh, From Barack Obama himself. Organ harvesting is cruel. Mm-hmm. Killing people, or actually he was speaking in the context of hating a person for the color of their skin. But you, you flesh this out. You start actually attaching this discussion. You say, well, wait a second now. Are we being consistent? He wants consistency. The same is true with... Practices like genital mutilation. That just has to stop. It's, it's, you don't, you don't do violence to young girls just because how young? your great-grandfather or... Yeah, how young? Yeah. The young girls, how about the over half a million young girls that were slaughtered in America last year? Well, if they're under 24 weeks and the womb is okay. Yeah, perhaps. Because there's no, there's, no, there's no reason for it other than to suppress women. That's- so President Barack Obama thinks that it's wrong in Africa to perform genital mutilations, which is a longstanding tradition of many Africans, obviously, that I completely disagree with. Um, he thinks it's wrong to do that to young girls, but he is perfectly happy with women killing their young girls in their wombs mm-hmm. that's acceptable so genital mutilation is crossing a line but if you want to chop them into pieces in the womb 
that's acceptable. That's the rationale of it. That's what it's based on. Bride abduction, bad tradition, end it. Beating women, not a good tradition. How about um, tearing the arms and legs and heads off of little women? Bad tradition or good tradition? That has to be asked of our president and it needs to be put into that context. I don't care that that used to be how things were done. Societies evolve based on new understandings and, 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 and new, new science and new appreciation of how, oh, who we are. That's scary. And, and so we can preserve great traditions, music, food, dance, language, art. But, but, but if there's a tradition anywhere in Africa or here in the United States or anywhere in the world that involves treating people differently, because you're scared of them, or because you're ignorant about them, oh. or because you want to feel superior to them. Oh. Oh. It's a Miss- bad tradition. Oh, amen, Mr. President. Mm-hmm. Preach it. Preach it. Now put this in the context of an abortion discussion, and we're with you all the way, Mr. President. And you have to challenge it. And you can't, you can't accept excuses for it. You know, uh, Grace was up here. You heard the power of Grace's talking. Now, traditionally, people with disabilities are treated differently because people are ignorant. And when, here in the United States, we passed the, uh, the American Against Disabilities Act, and that opened up more opportunities, and suddenly there are ramps so people can access it, and their computers and new technologies so that people uh, who maybe couldn't communicate before can communicate. And it turns out there's all this talent and brilliance and people can do these things. Well, then people's attitudes have to change. And the societies have to change. What about kids with uh, Down syndrome? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the womb. Mm -hmm. What about, yeah, right. right, But the the argument for abortion in the case of a child who is going to have a disability... And people say, well, you, of course you can, you can have an abortion in that case. The child has a disability. But he's just speaking in glowing terms of all the benefits and value of somebody with disability. Cheryl's, uh, Cheryl's cousin had uh, one of their daughters, probably 10 now, but uh, they, told, they told them, the doctors told them they should abort her because she was going to have Downs and she was totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Someone uh, was told the same thing in my wife's yeah. uh, family and the baby was born perfect. And how yeah. many times does that happen every oh, day? Oh, who knows? Untold numbers. That's why young people are so important in changing attitudes. The same, by the way, is true for sexual orientation. Oh, it, there it is. There, there we go. go. There it is. Every time, let's find a way to squeeze this into the conversation. The, the, uh, I spoke about this. I spoke about this in Africa, and you know, everybody's like, oh, we don't want to hear that. That's because they're passing just laws in Africa about it. Yes. About they're trying to deal with homosexuality because HIV is so rampant that mm. they don't have a solution to deal mm. with how awful things are. So their solution now is to 
look to the Word and to pass just biblical laws dealing with homosexuality and making it cr- yeah. a criminal offense. So yeah. that's why it was a lot of controversy when he came there to, uh, uh, to, to sort of force our culture on their culture. A lot of people were not happy about it. Mm. But, but, but I, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that uh, if, if you're treating people differently just because of who they love and who they are, then there's a connection between that mindset and the mindset that led to racism and the mindset that, that leads to ethnic conflict. He's absolutely right. It means that you're not able to see somebody else as a human being. Mm. And so you can't, on the one hand, complain when somebody else does that to you, and then you're doing it to somebody else. You can't do it. There's, there's got to be a, some consistency. Amen. Amen. We're all for <laughs> consistency. Okay, James era. White. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, an amazing, amazing clip. And... Um, you know, these things need to be exposed in that way. And what an awful thing, by the way. I just, I just, I, I only learned, Marcus and I had to go search and Marcus found it. Uh, what was the context of this question? Um, and this, this article actually just came out. It was after, it was from 2009. Oh, it was 2009? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, oh, all right. All right, well, okay, yeah, there it is. Okay, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even know it was happening. What an awful, awful thing. And, uh, you know, what makes... What makes that so? People say that, that's madness. You're going to kill an albino person because you think their body parts are magical and have magical healing properties. It's like, hmm. What about babies? What about babies? What about stem cell research mm-hmm. on aborted babies? Those have magical healing properties, right? Because that's the argument being used well, that, by that's science, Jeff. Yeah. That's the way, yeah, that's the argument being used by the, uh, the propaganda arm of uh, Planned Parenthood. That's what everyone's saying. Right. Well, but listen, we should all be accepting of it because it's healing people. Well, don't you think people in Africa who are killing these albinos, taking their body parts, they're going to believe in the same exact thing? Wouldn't that be the same argument in an alleyway in, in Africa if you try to confront a person who is doing this? But it's magical. It's going to heal me. I need this. This person's not valuable. They don't have the dignity that I have. They're not black like me. You think about how people use that argument with abortion. They're not grown. They're in my stomach. They're in my womb. They're not, they're, they're, that's part of me. It's my body. And hey, this stuff's being used to heal people. So like, you know, it's all good. It's, it's all good. That's, that's what we're doing. It's all good in the head. That's right. So Isaiah, you did have something you wanted to say. Right? Uh, we yeah. just never gave you the chance. Yeah. So this, is your, this is your shot, um, dude. We can't sit idly by um, as they're doing this. We, there's no excuse to not say anything about it. We need to go in the world and make disciples. Yeah, you were talking about the very beginning of the segment where we, uh, in, in the beginning of the show, we talked about people's excuses for not acting. Right. People's excuses for being there, indifferent. There is no excuse. There is no excuse. How old are you, Isaiah? 14. 14. All right. From the mouth of babes. From the mouth of babes. From the mouth of Isaiah, his daily wisdom. So how's how's all access coming, Jeff? All access is going really great. We just had Justin Peters. The episode went up. Uh, Justin Peters spoke to us about the Word of Faith movement. It was a really great episode. I actually really, really, really love that episode. 
Um, Justin Peters up at ApologiaRadio.com. Become All Access, and you get all of the weekly television programs, the after show, the pastor's couch. You get to be a part of Apology Academy, which is coming very, very soon. I'm doing the very first one on Mormonism, and uh, you have access to all of that content. You'll be participating with us as a ministry in uh, bringing the gospel into our culture, into our world, providing a defense of the faith and a clear communication of the gospel. Um, at ApologiaRadio.com, it's where you do it. I, it's $7.95 as a, as a donation. You can do more if you like. Be part of the work of our, of our, of our church. Um, and you get all this wonderful content. You get all the additional stuff that we do. And you help us to do the things like we just did. And that's at Apologia Studios on YouTube. It's the film we did with Dr. James White and Dr. Michael Brown on the SCOTUS decision. Mm-hmm. You guys who participate with us in Apologia All Access... You make all this possible. The radio show you're listening to right now is happening because of the all-access members. The stuff we put up on YouTube on a regular basis, that's happening because all-access. You are the reason, by God's grace, the means by which this is all taking place. So if you are blessed by what we're doing, if you want to be a part of what we're doing, you want to join with us in ministry, go and sign up for all-access. We're grateful for all of you guys that have... And we're looking forward to all that God is going to continue to do as this grows. Yeah, let me add that you're helping build a media that can counter the secular media. Yes. Like, yes. that's really important. Truth. Like, we don't have an excuse anymore to, to sit back and complain and say, well, there's nobody in the media that speaks on behalf of the Christian worldview. Well, now there is. Like, that's what we plan to do. That's what we want to do is we want to be the wall that, that all that garbage pagan worldview has to jump. And they won't be able to do it if they have to respond to us. Mm. Right? They're, if we can get to a position where CNN and MSNBC have to respond to what we're saying, we control the conversation of the culture. And that that's what All Access is helping build. That's what you guys are helping to do. We want to communicate to the world that there is... There is peace with God available through Christ and through Christ alone. Repentance and faith. Jesus died. Jesus rose again. He is God in the flesh. He was righteous. We're not. We want to tell the world that. We want to confront every aspect of the world that is not under the feet of Jesus. And we, we want to be a part of what God is doing in the world to bring peace to the world through his Messiah. And so that's what we're doing. So please sign up for all access. It's, it's, a, it's two cups of coffee. That you donate. Yeah. To, 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 I actually did post that on my Facebook two Starbucks lattes. Yeah. Seven ninety five. Yeah, and that's that's what helps us. And believe me, it Marcus, it's meaningful, isn't it? It like, is. Like when you put together all, all all of our all access members, what that giving it counts. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It does. It really does count. It means a lot. And and the, the more people that join with us in this ministry. The, the more we can actually change the conversation, the more we can contribute and add to the quality of this media and we can add more content. Believe me, everything counts and we need you. If you listen to this show on a regular basis, if you are a weekly person that subscribes and downloads, you listen to the podcast, you're listening to it right now in your car or you're you got on your podcast, you're listening in your earbuds right now and you have not participated, let me ask you, as a brother or sister in Christ, as a friend, to go sign up right now at ApologiaRadio.com. 
You're part of a very meaningful ministry. We take your giving very seriously, and we're grateful, absolutely grateful for every single person. Uh, well, let me tell you what happens. When people sign up, we get emails from each other. Somebody else just signed up. Mm. Somebody else just said, we just praise God. We're like, praise God, praise God, praise God for like, I mean, it means a lot to us. Mm -hmm. And trust me, we take it seriously. We uh, tremble tremble before God for all the stuff we have to do. If, if we put something out, we even ask questions. Is, was that okay? Do you think that's going to glorify God? Like, it means a lot to us. And so participate. Be a part of this with us. Sign and up. It, and if you have all access, encourage your friends to do it. Encourage uh, your church members to do it. And, and, and really help spread word, through word of mouth what we're doing here. Yes. Amen. That's Marcus Pippen on the ones and twos. <laughs> King Ginger. Come down, selector. <laughs> the homeschool woodpeckers. What's up? What's up? The bear. Peace out, y'all. Still trying to recover from our little mission trip to Kauai. Yeah, it's going to be Sleep -wise, a few days. It's going to take a couple days to get back on track. Pray for us, by the way, at church, as we pray about sending a team to uh, Kauai to bring the gospel there. Our goal as a generation from now to see that entire island um, come to Christ. And uh, we're... It happened once before. It's happened before in, in Kauai, but they didn't leave a legacy. They didn't leave a legacy for the gospel for their, their children and their children's children. And we want to be a part of what God is doing to uh, put that under Jesus' feet. So we are absolutely humbled, thankful... Jesus is a mighty savior. Amen. 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 Apologyradio.com, guys.